Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Basic. I am Danielle and I have a confession. I have been really unmotivated and unproductive and essentially in a slump for the past couple of weeks. And full transparency here on my podcast, I really want this to be about us being real, getting back to the basics. You know, it's not always going to be sunshines and butterflies and cakes made of rainbows because that's life. I also think it has a lot to do with the state of the world. It has to do with the weather changing, which obviously I will say it a million times. I love fall. I love this time of year so, so much. This year is a little weird. It's it's not the same, of course. So the weather getting colder, the days getting darker um, definitely affect me a little bit more. Also, I mean, there's COVID, right? Like COVID is here to stay. Hopefully things get better in 2021. I think a lot of us are banking on that and I am staying positive that that is the case. And so all of that just mixed with, you know, some other personal stuff, feeling a little stuck this year, as I think a lot of us have been. A lot of plans have changed and been rescheduled and a lot of changes this year as well as not changes. I don't know if that makes sense. It does in my head. Also, Mercury is in retrograde. So if you don't know what that means, basically, I did a little research and Mercury being in retrograde basically means that it is in a retrograde motion. Retrograde motion is an apparent change in the movement of a planet through the sky. It's not real. Like the planet doesn't actually change how it moves, obviously, because we all learned in like fifth grade that planets orbit the sun and all that good stuff. The planet doesn't physically start moving backwards in its orbit, but it looks that way. So we call it a retrograde motion. And this motion continues for a short time before it switches back to its regular motion or prograde which is basically when Mercury appears to be spinning normally. So Mercury is in retrograde now, and that basically means it can affect different things in your life. So there's chances of miscommunication. Um, it can affect relationships. It can affect technology, which I totally have been feeling because my Wi-Fi has been so slow and my computer keeps glitching and I have definitely had some technology hangups. It does encourage creativity, which is interesting. Um, I've definitely felt more creative, but I felt not as motivated, which I'm not really sure if it has to do with Mercury in retrograde, but I like blaming it on Mercury in retrograde because it also makes me feel like when it's over, I will feel better. Other things that could happen during Mercury in retrograde, like you can reconnect with someone, you can find something that you lost, um, and it kind of invites you to, to reconnect with the world as well. Maybe do things that you haven't done in a while, find renewed passions, things like that. For me personally, I think it's a mix of all of this. And I think it's just the regular ebbs and flows of life, but really the ebbs and flows of 2020. And I know that a lot of us are going through it. So I do feel comfort in that. You know, I do feel comfort in the community that this crazy 2020 has kind of given us because it's a shared experience and we're all going through it. So really what I'm trying to say is Mercury is in retrograde. I am in a slump and I am really hoping to regroup. And maybe when Mercury decides to, you know, turn back to normal, then I can kind of 
reset myself and feel a little more productive in life. Um, I don't really think that the feeling of being stuck is going to change right now because, again, 2020 is just a wild, wild year. And basically what I'm trying to say this week is that we have to climb over the slump, climb over the hump, and just keep doing what we're doing because eventually it will all even out and we will get there and we will reach those goals. So if you are feeling like I'm feeling and you have been feeling unmotivated, I have found that it's okay to let yourself not be productive, which is really hard for me to say, but it's okay. You know, it's okay to sit down and watch Gilmore Girls for the 15th time, to have a second cup of coffee, to, you know, go on TikTok and watch funny dance videos or read a book, which I really need to start doing more of, or just talk to friends. Um, I've really been trying to see people a little bit more right now, especially because the weather's getting colder and like I don't know where those social interactions may end up soon. But it's okay to be unproductive. It's okay to feel like you're in a slump or you're unmotivated or to feel stuck. And I just want you to know that. And I wanted to teach you a little bit about what Mercury in retrograde is because I know we hear it all the time and it really can affect us, whether you believe in that or not. And it may affect how you feel right now. And I just wanted you to know it's okay. And that being said, uh, I want to jump into this week's interview, which was really, really fun. And I hope that you will enjoy it. It is with my coworker and fellow radio host, John Kamal. John and I work together at the radio station, and he is a radio host, a podcast host. He is in a band. He does a lot of cool stuff. And he and I have a really fun conversation about radio goals and goals in life, turning 30. And we, you know, talk Star Wars a little bit. We nerd out a little bit. So it's really, really fun. And it's a really just good conversation. So I really hope that if you're in a slump, you know you're not alone. We can get through this together and that I can help distract you and you're ready to get back to basic with John Kamal. Hey, John, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So for people who don't know, John and I work together. We work at the radio station. I don't want to do all the babbling here. So, John, I want you to tell us about yourself. Who are you? Cool. Yeah, I'm a I'm a uh, an on air personality for uh, for Conster Media for a couple of different stations that they own. I run a uh, I run a podcast called Fairfield County Live and Local that's dedicated to live music in Connecticut. And I uh, just recently uh, became a producer for uh, the Anna and Raven Show on Star ninety nine point nine. So uh, so yeah, so I do a bunch of radio stuff. Yeah, so you've had nice. your hands like a lot of us, I feel like, in so many different areas of radio. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those jobs where you've got to do a little bit of everything. Like if you did like, you know, I mean, people always ask me and I'm, I'm sure they do the same thing to you. Couldn't that just be a job like you talking on the radio? And I'm like, no, no, you have no idea how many other things you have, you have to like actually balance and, and do, but then outside of it, I mean, like, you know, audio editing, video editing, I do a little bit of, uh, you know, going, uh, you know, hosting events, going to events and getting uh, getting audio from listeners, piece and stuff like that together, you know, pitching show ideas. There's 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 a million different things that people don't that people don't realize. I wish the job was as simple as just right? like pot the thing up and just talk about music. Dude, I would do that for 8 hours a day. That'd be amazing. 
Yeah, I know. I feel like you don't realize how much goes into it until you're actually in it. But I wonder if it's the same for you. When it actually comes to being on air, it's like second nature at this point. It's you don't really think about it. You hit the buttons, you do the thing, and it's now it's it like is, a yeah. right. It's like a muscle that you've obviously in the beginning. It's like yeah. oh, I don't know what I'm saying. I can't say my name right. <laughs> no, but it's so horrifying. right, but it's a muscle that you like learn. Oh yeah, no, I a hundred percent. And it's funny when I started that was the part that I was scared of. Like, really? that was that, oh yeah, the technology was the was by far the most intimidating part of it. I'm a ham, dude. Like, I like to talk. I like to, you know, I like to, you know, it, my, it, it drives my wife insane. I'm the kind of person will show up at like a bar or a party and I'm just boom, buzzing around, talking to everybody but her. Like, I have to like consciously be like, dude, you came here with your wife. Go hang out with your wife. Oh my God. Wife. But no, so that was the part that freaked me out. Like, I got to, hit this at this time and I gotta you know make sure that it's is it too loud is it not loud enough am I gonna like my fear was I was gonna hit one button and the entire thing was gonna explode once Mm -hmm. you get past that fear yeah um a lot of it a lot of it becomes a lot easier but it is it's it's like it's like anything else that you do um as soon as you kind of get it down you ever work retail uh no but I have worked at gyms before as a receptionist okay all right yeah customer servicey so customer service behind a desk, like all yeah. of that stuff, making people's change and, you know, doing like little things like that. It's, it seems, I remember it at least seeming really overwhelming when I was a teenager. And mm-hmm. then like a, you catch yourself a month later and you're just doing things without yeah. even thinking about it. I wonder yeah. if the same could be said for like surgery though. Like if every time you're just like, oh, I'm cutting open, cutting open a heart, it's fine. Or honestly, I mean- you know, it's funny because I just said I hope not, but maybe I hope so. Yeah. Maybe it is that routine for those. Maybe I want it to be that routine for those Yeah, guys. so they're like super confident about it. That's a good point, actually. Oh, I don't know. I will say there are some times that even though I'm confident with it, I still am like, I don't want to push the wrong button or like turn off the station or like, have you ever had any of those close calls on air? Dude, yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I, I, um, I went to turn my mic down. And I just turned the station down. I just turned oh. all the audio down. And I started freaking out for a good, like, you know, for a good at least five seconds before I realized that. And the other problem was my mic was on the whole time. So thank God I ah, didn't swear. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, God. Yeah. No, that. And, uh, and then just stuff that's not your fault. Glitches happen all the time. Definitely. I think all radio people have had close calls. And I don't think you're actually in radio if you haven't actually like almost shut off the station or accidentally oh, yeah. cursed. But you've been in radio now for a few years. Two years. Two. Yeah. Okay. So how did you get started? I know you went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. I did. It's so hard for me to say I went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting without feeling like an ad every time I say it too. It's one of those, it's just one of those phrases that we've heard for so long that now I just, I went to Connecticut School, but I did. I, um, I I was working, I just recently left, um, a job at an elementary school that I was at for years and years and basically my entire adult life. I decided that I want to make, that I wanted to make a career change. I wanted to do it quickly because I was I was coming up on 30 and I was like it's time it's time to go yeah Um, I feel that and I right (laughs) right I took it more seriously than I've ever taken school in my life I was not a good student but I was you know now I was I had just gotten married the summer before my wife and I had already talked about having a kid we have since now done that my son's a year old and so I was really I was like I was eye on the prize the whole time man yeah so I did that I got um I got a chance to audition is really I guess the right word to be Chaz and AJ's intern they Mm -hmm. did intern wars so me and like two other guys came on and were interviewed live on the air by Chaz and AJ and when I say two other guys I mean like me a 30 year old man and two 18 year old kids but uh they, they ended up giving it to me 
I, you know, did that for the summer because thankfully I was working out of school. So I had that little block at the time where I could just go do that without it really interfering with my life too much. And uh, did promotions team for a a, a couple of months in the fall, just on weekends. And then, uh, yeah, started on, uh, started on the air January of 2019. Yeah. Did you always know that you wanted to do on air? Like you always wanted to be an on air personality and do the talking? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. No, that was, that was, that was the draw for me. I mean, you know, like, like, like I said earlier, I'm a, you know, I'm a chatty dude. I did, um, I did my school's news when I was in high school. I was oh, uh, one of the, I was one of the anchors on that. I did a lot of theater growing up and uh, really, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I, I think my biggest, honestly, the biggest thing that got me into this, uh, doing this is, is my parents. My parents were both actors. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. That is so cool. Yeah. My dad still is my dad. My dad's a soap opera superstar, man. Look up Joseph Kamal. Stop. That's so awesome. All my children, a bunch of other stuff too. He just did a run on Broadway for a, he, he, he just did a show on Broadway recently, but yeah, he's been doing it his entire life. My mom did too. Um, for, for a long time. So you grow up around two very loud, dramatic personalities and it kind of just, you know, whether it was, whether it was nurture or nature, it seeps into you one way or the other. Yeah. So yeah, man, no, on, on air was, that was the draw. That was what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. So if you grew up around actors, why didn't you want to become a performer? Like if you were in theater in school, why didn't you decide to go in the family biz and, and go be John Kamal, the soap star? Right, right. I mean, I did. I did for, I did for a really? while. Yeah, I, okay. um, I wanted to for a while. In, in high school, I did, I did well. I always got big roles. I always, you know, all of that. And then, you know, I, I, I went to college and I, I did the whole college thing. And I, I got a call back from one of the shows and then I just kind of bailed on it. I wanted, I was ready to do something different. I've been a musician my entire life too. And I really, I kind of just fell in love with that. So from, yeah, until like, until about 18, I had it in my head that I would like, that I would pursue, uh, pursue acting. But once I got to college, it was really, it was just music from college up until now basically yeah. so um, is that yeah. why radio was the obvious next step that was that it's exactly what it is it was okay. the obvious next step because you know i mean I'd, I'd been in you know bands since i was since i was 15 um mostly in connecticut um you know going all over new england uh and uh and yeah once once it got to the point where i wanted to take my career a little bit more seriously and have something that I could grow with. Right. Let me go do something where I can at least, at least it's my talent that's going to decide how much money I make ultimately. And yeah, I mean, you know, I've got a encyclopedic knowledge of like, of, of all kinds of music and, uh, and I like to talk. So it was like, it kind of, it was kind of an easy fit. Yeah. That, I mean, if you love to talk radio is like, one of the either be like a although I was like oh I should be should have been a psychologist because I love talking to people and then my boyfriend was like yeah but you like doing the talking and I'm like oh (laughs) right so have you always been a fan of radio Elvis I listen to a ton I I grew up in I grew up in uh in New York so like um so you know just like Z100 every morning that was kind of how I woke up and then uh through that I was in high school right before the whole like Spotify Pandora thing started to become a thing. So just listening to the radio was what you did. Exactly. Yeah. 
Like listening to the radio was what you did. So of course I had, I had, you know, all my favorite guys in, um, in college, uh, you know, WCCC in Hartford was just the bomb for me. Mm-hmm. Cause that was, that was right up my alley music wise. They were doing a ton of like my band did a, got to do a couple of, uh, got to do a couple of events for them. Oh, that's in so college. cool. So no, it, it's, it's been a, it's been a constant like it is, like it is still today, but obviously less so than when we were growing up. It is. It's changing. And I think yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's good that it's changing. It's got to change. I started my podcast that I'm still running now when I got my first on-air job. So when I got my first on-air job, you know, Malcolm Gladwell, the 10,000 hour theory, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you got to do something for 10,000 hours before you really master it. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was like, all right, well, I'm on, this was when I first started. I'm on every other weekend for four hours. So the math there isn't working out in terms of getting my 10,000 hours and I need to do something. So I started a podcast. Um, I volunteered at this, at this incredible local um, volunteer run radio station uh, called WPKN down here in Bridgeport. Anyway, so I started a podcast out of that. And the obvious choice was local bands. I'm going to just have local bands on and have them talk about their stuff and their, um, and their music and have them play their music. So that was how, that was, that was what I, that was what I did to kind of get, to kind of get that going. Um, yeah. So you were doing that for a little while yeah. and now it's evolved a lot. I know. So why don't you tell yeah. us a little bit about that journey? So when I first started, when I first started, it was, um, it was, it was terrible. Just like anybody's initial podcast. Is Any first be. thing you're doing. Yeah. Any first thing. I mean, you'd already done radio. Like you had such a leg up well, on you. me. <laughs> I was so, I had no, my, my episodes were an hour and 45 minutes long. I was having bands do like do four live performances, four live acoustic performances wow. during the thing. It was so involved. There was so much, there was so much editing that had to be done. There was so much post <sighs> and it was, it was a nightmare and it took up so much of my time, but I loved doing it. It was still cool. Like, and I got to, I got to have some awesome bands on there. Fast forward to seven or eight months ago now, it's just, just pre COVID. I was having a meeting with my boss and he was like, Hey, we want you to, uh, to start a local music show on the Fox. And I was like, okay, cool, man. That's awesome. By the way, I have a local music podcast. Can I put that in there? And like almost as an afterthought, like he was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Go for yeah. it. Having learned a couple things after having been on the air for a little while at that point, I was like, okay, first of all, listener attention span, cut this hour and 45 minute nonsense. No shot, dude. That's not a good call. I try to keep it to like a half hour to 45. I try to keep it pretty yeah. t- Now, actually with my current format, episodes are rarely longer than 25 minutes, but I'll, I'll, I'll get into why that is in a second. I just started accumulating a ton of music from people that I played with, people that I know, people that just the best guys that I could possibly think of in Connecticut. And I started, um, I started, you know, calling them back in and then COVID happens. And that was the craziest, that was the craziest thing ever. Cause I, I recorded six episodes before COVID happened. And so the first couple of weeks of COVID, I had these six, cause we planned to launch at the end of March and we kept that date. Um, I had these, this, this six weeks to figure out, okay, I've got content for the first couple of weeks then what the hell do I do? Yeah. And so I started doing what we're doing now. Mine are always live. So mine are right. all on Facebook live and YouTube streamed live in the moment, which is fun. It adds, it adds a little bit of that, like a little bit of that nervous energy that yeah. you get from being on the air. From I was going to say a little bit of that on air energy where it's, it's like, cool. Yeah. It's in the moment. Um, yeah. And, and it, it definitely, and it definitely has an effect on the guests too. Um, oh, 100%. Which is, which is awesome. There's a show on 95.9 The Fox called Fairfield County Live and Local. It's Sundays from 9 to 10. And that's just an hour of local music hosted by me. That show is up there. But then from 8.30 to 9, 
on Facebook Live, I interview whoever my featured act is for that night is going to be. So I talk to the talk to the the guest for a half hour. And then at the end of it, I'm like, okay, now everybody go turn on your radios. You're going to hear three songs in a row from these guys. And the show opens with three songs in a row from my podcast. host. That's cool. Um, Through a lot of trial and a lot of trial and error. That is what the show has now become. And it's catching on, dude. I mean, you know, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm weirdly, um, regrettably lucky in the sense that we can't have live music right now. There's no, there's no shows. There's no concerts. Local venues are taking a dive. Uh, local I bands know. are, you know, are, are struggling to make any kind of money, especially the guys, you know, who, you know, who don't have a side job. The time for a show like mine was very, it was, it was, it, the timing made sense. I wish it didn't. I'm glad that the show yeah. is, I'm glad that the show is getting some listeners. I'm glad that, you know, people are paying attention, but you know, it comes at the expense of concerts, Ugh, which is not worth it. It's not. Worth- I know. I miss concerts so much. Obviously, like, as you said, like there's trial and error and I'm sure that as it continues, it will grow and change and mold. Like, however it, it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, just like with anything, like you said, like your first episode is always going to be different than what it is like 20 episodes from now but you definitely like adjusted like with covid which i feel like we all have you and we i all, are on zoom right to. now we all had to yeah. yeah do you find that it's actually made it easier for you or harder for you no that's a really good question because i i don't i guess if i'm being honest i think it's easier i think this is easier i mean you know before i had to get my gear together, get to the studio, greet the guests, get them inside, make sure they got everything that they need, get Adobe up, get all the, get all the cameras all set, get all the, no, yeah, there's definitely, this is way more low tech. It's low yeah. tech by necessity. Um, yeah. and, and there's, and there's ways that I've come up, you know, that I've tried to come up with at least to make it, you know, not seem like a, like a super, you know, basement project, even though it is. But, uh, but no, I, I guess if I'm being honest, this is easier. Yeah, it's just because it's just, hey, here's this chat room. Here's the link. Come Let's talk go. to me. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and if, if if you don't have a mic, oh, well, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? You figure Computer, it out. You figure it out. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's again, regrettably. But yeah, yeah right. This is, this is easier. I this mean, I miss the live aspects of everything. But I like that this has forced us to be able to figure out how to connect and how to, and that like we could be like right now we're in different states, but we're able to sit down and record a podcast together. Oh God, you're in New York. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like it makes it easy that we can do that. I wonder, you know, I mean, it's uh, because the world was already getting so much smaller just because of the internet. And now it's like really forced us to just interact online. Yeah. There's going to be a ton of pros and cons from that, but I do wonder if you're going to see a little more, I don't know, will the world come together a little bit more? Will we be a happier, healthier place? Uh, because we all had to, it's, I, 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 listen, I know it doesn't feel like it now. I know it certainly doesn't feel We'll not feel talk like about why. <laughs> <laughs> but. That's um, for a different show. Yeah, that's not my that's show. That's for a different show. That's not for Back to Basic. <laughs> Uh, or live and local. Yeah, or live and local. No, um, no, no. You're uh, on air host, a podcast host, and soon to be producer. Yep. What's the goal for you personally? Oh, I want my own morning show. Yeah. I want my own morning show. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. And being a producer on one is 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 great. I mean, I'm um, yeah. uh, dude. I'm I'm just excited to get to work. I'm excited to just watch and learn and just you know figure out the best way to make the hosts of my show look as cool as humanly possible. And you're gonna be learning from some of the best. So right, 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, that's, 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 that's the goal, man, is to just to, to support, to support the community of musicians in Connecticut, which I mean, you know, it is, uh, is, and you'll, you'll hear me wax poetic about this on my show is incredible. I mean, the amount of talent that's in Connecticut and just the new England, uh, you know, music scene in general, is just extraordinary. Most of the stuff that I listen to, um, you know, people always used to make fun of me. It's like, oh, you listen to so much classic rock. You don't listen to anything from before 1985. Like, nah, dude, I listen to a ton of stuff. I listen to stuff that came out three days ago. Some of them are, some of them are good. Some of them aren't, but whatever. Like, you know, I, I love, I love being around. I love being around that. And, um, yeah, no, my goal is morning show, but one specifically that, uh, that promotes and supports the local music community. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so cool. And definitely like more old school radio where it's like so locally focused and um yes. really community like driven well that's and, like 100 you know, well we we mentioned how radio has to change and i think that that's i think that that's going to end up being a part of it man like you know it's uh we we've got you've got you've got a radio in your phone at all times you can yeah. listen to music anywhere you go you know um it's local everything else why not the music man yeah why literally not? and obviously it wouldn't just just be local music yeah but, uh, but like th- you know like top of the hour throw one in there you know yeah. that's uh some stuff like that would be cool that would be really cool yeah Definitely. well like you gotta like put it out there but um i know you like most of us in this industry like yeah. you hustle and you grind through you take the opportunities and you see what comes of it um because and you hear no a lot you hear yeah. no a lot <laughs> yes you do you do you hear, hear no, no a lot you hear no a lot don't don't uh, get discouraged yeah don't well, get discouraged speaking of yeah. what would be your advice for someone who wants to get into radio or who wants to do what we do um just make just make sure you're ready to work man if if you're if you're ready to if you're ready to work that's great but like i've met a lot of people who just want to just kind of get in there and get their own show and it's not going to happen it's not going to happen dude like, yeah, dude, I got out of my regular job. I went to my second job and then I went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. And then after I did that, like, you know, I went to my regular job and then I worked and then I worked, uh, you know, on on weekends. I didn't have weekends forever. And then when I finally got a job, it was a weekend job, dude, you know. Yeah. Um, so just if you're if you're down to work, though, then then do it because it's so it's so worth it. I I am. I I love the work. I agree. Um, if it's work that you love, then it's, then it's, it's, it's going to be great. Um, yeah. People always say like, Oh, find a job you love. You never work a day in your life. Like it's still there's a job. Days, there's days that are work. It's still yeah. a job. You'd still, still rather job. be with your family some days, but it's always, it always pays off. It's, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. So just don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid of hard work. That would be my, that'd be my yeah. thing. Just constantly hustle, constantly yeah. find ways to get yourself behind a microphone, other people's podcasts, start your own podcast constantly 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 do it and constantly learn yeah that's that's another big one but um i still do so much of that and that's like what we're doing i mean you and i both like we're just figuring it out but like we get to figure it out with a microphone in front of us (laughs) exactly everybody gets to listen to us figure it out which is not always great but it's it's always fun if you love it you make it work yep that's what it is um so before we go uh you already talked a lot about how you love uh music that is like a big thing of yours i also saw that you love musical theater i do and you consider yourself a little bit of a nerd as well um huge nerd what 
would you consider like your favorite movie franchise? Huh? All right. So th- this is, and this is where I get basic. This is, this is how we get back to basic. <laughs> we love this that. Is, this is how we get back to basic. <laughs> no, like Star Wars is, Star Wars was, it was and is the thing always. My 30th birthday, my 30th birthday, 30, not 13, not three, 30th birthday was a Star Wars themed birthday. Amazing. That is no word of a lie. My wife planned it too. That's how well she knows me. I was going to say, bravo. <laughs> I showed up at Brewport in Bridgeport. It was a surprise party. And I walk into their, like, I walk into their party entertainment room. There's like 30, 40 of my friends and Star Wars balloons up all over the place. And my wife had a Star Wars cake made. No, Star Wars all day, period. I think the new movies are garbage, but that's because I'm, I'm an old man and they're not made for me. They're made, they're made for, they're made for the, the, the new 12-year-old kid who's getting obsessed with it. Oh, yeah. Um, You're oh, a purist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, a Star yeah. Wars purist. I am, I am. I am a purist. And of course, my favorite one is Empire Strikes Back. Anybody mm-hmm. who knows Star Wars knows that that's the best Star Wars movie. That's what everybody would say. Again, a basic answer. I stand by it because there's yeah. a reason. There's a reason for all basic things. There's a reason why things are basics because they're awesome most Thank of the you, time. John. Most Thank of you. the time. Most of the time. I'll give you that. Most um, of the time. Okay. So one, ironically, one of the first questions I was ever asked for one of the very first interviews I ever went on for like a radio job. Yeah. We got into a pop culture conversation as I think you do in radio because a lot of it is based in pop culture. Um, the question I got, because I had also mentioned that I love Star Wars and I grew up with it and whatever. Yeah. The question I got was, how do you watch the movies? What is the correct way to watch them? In the order that they were made, without question. In the order that they were made. That's what I said, too, and then I got hired. <laughs> That's right. That's right, because anyone who says otherwise is insane. I'm yeah. sorry, you're insane. That's, That's the way to watch them. For quality purpose, but, but also just for, like, like, stupid George Lucas had no idea what he was doing, and it doesn't make any sense if you watch it from one to nine. I know. Oh, God. Just, it really doesn't. Seven, eight, nine is garbage. But, like, no, there's so much stuff that got changed. There's so much stuff. And plus, the original ones were, like, made with just, it's just pure love in those movies. Just a pure nerd who someone gave a ton of money to, and he got to make his beautiful, incredible nerd fantasy, and he loved it, and you can tell yeah. And it's just, it's, it's just so, yeah, no, please. You gotta, that's, that's, that's gotta be it. That's gotta be the way. I that's agree. You just got way. some, some points over there. Well, thank For you. All the, all the Star Wars thank fans you. are like, yes. Okay. Right. Um, all the old Star Wars fans. All the all old the, Star Wars fans. Yeah. Plus Star Wars fans. Yeah. All uh, us yeah. old millennials over yes, here. Yes. The God. elder millennials. Yeah. They, <laughs> I, that's what they call us. That's so depressing. <laughs> Oh my hey, listen, God. Wait, hold on. What, what are you, what are you 90? Cause I'm 87. 91. I actually, you're 91. Oh God, forget it. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. But next year is the year that I turned the big, uh, 30 flirty oh, and thriving. Next the three. Oh, right on. Uh, not yeah. Star Wars themed, but, um, I definitely have something in mind. Okay. Okay. Tell me, are your thirties better? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. And uh, you know why? Because you just have, there's just, there's just a little, you get a little bit more, adult respect which Mm -hmm. is cool um but no for me primarily it's because i've got you know like like career goals has just been the definition of my 30s so far i mean i'm only three years into it i mean you know i'm 33 so like we'll we'll, we'll see what the rest of the decade has but but yeah i mean it's just been it's just been pure career but i was ready to like to dive into work and i was ready to stop thinking about work as this thing that like that just meant not fun I stopped thinking of those two things okay. as like the opposed ideas. Yeah. Um, and work makes me money, unlike fun, which costs me money. 
So that felt that is good true. Too. Oh, that's uh, a that's an adult realization there, John. That's the thing. That's, that's like a, a way too much adulting for me because right. I'm still in the like, ooh, I'm on a budget, but fun. <laughs> right, right. Or this like stupid thing I don't need from Amazon, but. Well, and see, and that's the, that's, that, that, that doesn't go away. You still find yourself oh, spending okay. unnecessary money. Don't you worry. Don't oh, you great. Worry okay. That. But no, and then, you know, I mean, you know, of course, I, I, obviously my, my son was born a year and a half ago and that was, that's, I mean, that's just, that's the greatest, that's the greatest thing. Yeah. That's also um, the epitome of adulting when you're also like, taking the care of another of, person. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. But you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm finding silly little ways to hold on to, uh, to hold on to, to, to that 20s energy. I let my COVID hair go I know, wild. I every see time it. I, every time I take my hat off, I'm always like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Are you just going to let thing? it fully go? Kind of like, I'm kind of thinking I might just let it fully go. You my wife hates go. it. My hair is, I like, I have the premature gray and I like my, my, It's my, your brand though. My, it's well, yes, brand. no, and, and, no, and, 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 and thank you for that. But my gray haired, my fellow gray haired people will, uh, will know that gray hair is super dry and super just puffy. Oh, I know. And mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't do it. Because oh, gray hair really? is coarse. Well, no, I don't have yes. I found one on I was my gonna say, birthday you, and I had a panic attack. Do, no. Do you do you die, Danielle? Have you been I, have you been holding out on me? This no, whole time? well you can kind of see I, I dye it for fun. Sure. But um no, I found one gray hair on my twenty sixth birthday and proceeded to have a four day long oh, panic attack where I Googled on. celebrities that went prematurely gray Try and being, found out that Kate Middleton and J Lo dye their hair because they're gray. So I felt a lot better 13. about myself. You were 13? 13 years old. No, you weren't. That's when I found my first one. I Uh, might have been 12. I was in seventh grade. But the reason I was going to say is because I used to do like hair and makeup for weddings. Um, So I'm like, Uh, quote unquote, slightly knowledgeable about beauty things. And gray hair is coarser than not gray hair, which is why it's harder to dye because it, it doesn't pick up the pigment, which is like why you have people who dye their hair gray. And sometimes it's not like fully colored i didn't know it was harder to dye that is mm-hmm. because it has more something with like pores in your hair i i don't really know that part okay. i'm a radio host not a hairstylist um <laughs> anyway uh john this was a lot of fun i hope that you will come on again and we can shoot the shit so a little much bit more. fun i would love to do that i would okay. love to do that thank you for having me Daniel. yes please just let everyone know where they can find you where they can follow you where they can listen to you plug it in Yes, absolutely. So yeah, um, you can hear me on uh, weekends on Star 99.9 alongside uh, Danielle Costa as well. And, uh, and then yeah, please, uh, you know, if you're uh, if, if you live in CT and you want to know stuff about the local music scene, you can check out Fairfield County live and local. Uh, the podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, you can listen um, to local music every Sunday from nine to 10 on 95.9 The Fox 95.9 uh, FM on the radio. If you live in Fairfield County, nine, five, nine, the Fox.com. If you don't and, uh, yeah. And make sure you listen to, uh, to, uh, to the Anna and Raven show mornings on star 99.9. Cause, yes. uh, your boy will be behind the board, not behind the mic, but maybe one day who knows. Hey, throw it out in the universe. We will all throw out our big goals out there. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right, everyone, that was my interview with John Kamal. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that if you are feeling a little down in the dumps, you know you are not alone and it will get better. We will get through this together. Please follow me at Danielle Maria Costa on Instagram. Follow the podcast at Back to Basic Podcast. And subscribe, rate, review, do all the fun things. 
please let me know what you want me to get back to basic about and who you want me to get back to basic with next time. And I will see you next week because on Wednesdays, we podcast.